Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn. Hi, everybody. Sorry, <laughs> I always like to say something. I know. You're very excited. I'm always very excited. I guess. Uh, so, if you've never listened to podcasts before, we are a weekly podcast where each week uh, we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other based on that theme. Uh, and then we talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Good <laughs> contribution, Mom. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so what's this week's theme, Ruben? Uh, this week's theme, I already forgot it. This oh, it was sent in to us from an email. Yes. And it was something like, what was it? Basically, why did they make a second or a third or even remake it? Yeah, why did this become a franchise? Why did this become anything? Yes. Uh, and I'm first. Yes, and what, are you, what did you watch? You made me watch 21 Jump Street. I say made... You gave me the joy of being able to watch this movie. Okay. 21 Jump Street. I think it's 2014? 2015. 2015. Hey, did you like it, Mom? I couldn't tell. Mom loves this movie. No, I don't. Okay. So it is a... It's technically a reboot of the old show. Yeah. The only things, though, are the names of the characters. Well, that's... Yes. Right? Should, can we can we talk about how much I hate this movie? What do you mean hate? Do you mean love? No, because I loved Twenty One Jump Street, the original show. It was fantastic, and what makes me so cross is when they reboot, remake, whatever they call it, these films, and they ruin them. Starsky and Hutch no. ruined Twenty One no, no, Jump no, Street. No, 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 ruined. No, no, no completely. No, no, no. No, no, ruined. No. Well, I do think it's weird that when ruined. They, when they made this, yes. they had to go back and delete every episode of 21 Jump Street from existence. I think that is very strange that they did that and made sure that no one else knew. So they don't ruin anything. It well, still exists. Well, you it's can like, watch it on Hulu. Right, but it's like people that get mad about like Star Wars. It's like, well, they ruined the franchise. No, they didn't because the old movie still exists. People who got all all up in their butts about uh, the new Ghostbuster remake. Right. Oh, they're going to ruin it. They're not deleting every... They're not going to your house and, and destroying your copy of Ghostbusters. Right. My only point is, if you're going to not stick to the... Oops, sorry, I just whacked my That's mic. Fine. If you're going to stick to the... If you're, if you're not going to stick to the original storyline, the original script, don't call it a remake, don't call it a reboot, don't call it anything, just change the name and call it something different. Now, here's the thing. Okay. Was the original 21 Jump Street funny? No. It was a, like a detective cool show. But that's what I think. Is To me, this is the current version of a detective. No, because listen. All of those crime shows yes. have an element of humor, usually. There's a funny thing to them. or they're not, they're not comedy shows, but they've got a character. If They've got something that is a, that is a humor element. Okay. And I think Buddy Cop has kind of evolved. Okay. Buddy Cop has truly yes. evolved. Yeah, I because agree. you look at Bad Boys, you look at all of these... Lethal Weapon? Yeah, Lethal Weapon. Buddy Cop has evolved. And yes. I think Lethal Weapon was before the original 21 Jump Street. Maybe after. Uh, I don't know but, on that one, for but sure. But Buddy, Buddy Cop is a big genre. And I think that this, if you look at what came out after this, yes. this absolutely brought Buddy Cop back. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to stop talking and give you my opinion because... <laughs> Uh, I, just a couple points, but I'm going to let you talk about it, okay. and then when you're done, then I'll give you my <laughs> points of why I hate it so much. Well, I mean, you could do, okay, here's why I loved it, though. Okay. Probably so, the same reason why I hated it. Well, there's 
Also, okay, can we agree the intro was a really cool way to introduce these characters, to give them... I did like to that. To give them a, fi- a backstory in five minutes to establish their best friends. Right, exactly. I did like that, that a lot. That was a really cool... They started off kind of like on opposite ends. You kind of saw how they were in high school. Right. Where he, where uh, Jonah Hill, who... I'm going to get their names wrong, so I'm just going to call him Jonah Hill Channing Tatum. That's right. Uh, Jonah Hill was kind of a dork in high school. And in yep. 2005, he dressed like some shady, which, which is, is so really funny. funny. Um, I mean, there were some points yeah. that I liked. And then, of course, Channing Tatum is big muscle head. Um, why do you make that face? Because he's kind of cute, too. Gross. No, but um, he's old, so it's okay. No, he's not. He's mid-30s. That's not old. Well, it's not like it's 17 or anything creepy. Um. Uh, okay, real quick. Those two play off each other. Really well. W- so well. Yes. Like, there's a reason that this movie got a sequel, which I do want to talk about, too. <clears throat> no. I think that this movie was so good at exactly what it aimed to do. And you know who directed this movie? No. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Wow. Now, hold on. I don't know who they are. Right. Lego movie? Okay, I love the Lego movie. But they're really good, and they actually got fired from Han Solo. But they're... Oh, mm, I'm sorry. Apparently it was too funny. And Han Solo shouldn't be a funny movie. It should be an action movie. Exactly. So good. Good for that. Who's directing it now? Ron Howard. Oh, yes, please. I'm so on board with Ron Howard. That's like, going to be good. It's, I'm worried that more. we haven't seen a trailer yet, and it comes out in, like, May. It's okay. They're still working on it. Maybe it'll come out a little later. It was supposed to come out last Monday. Oh. Okay. Like, there, there were these, like, oh, yeah, it's going to come, and it just never... The trailer or the movie? The trailer. Okay, well, there's you, a holiday. Right, but Star Wars. Yes. We usually get a trailer about a year before. I know. So but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, they just ugh. want it good. Apparently, the company doesn't think it's going to do well. Oh. Well, anyway. Okay, let's anyway, go back to 21 Jump So Phil Lord Jump and Chris Street. Miller, they have done so much. They've done a lot. They're, they've done a lot of stuff you don't realize that they did. Okay. They've been around for forever. They started. They did this show in the 90s called Clone High, which was a stupid animated MTV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, about, And stupid, I say, st- stupid not in a negative way. It was like a dumb, irreverent, like kind of goofy. So it was supposed to be that way. Yes, where... The main characters were a clone of Abraham Lincoln, a clone of JFK, a clone of Cleopatra, a clone of hmm. Joan of Arc, and a clone of Gandhi. And they all fought. No, no, no. You're thinking of Celebrity Deathmatch. No, no, no. It was called Clone Wars, so that's why. No, that's no, I'm not <laughs> that's Star, Wars. Star Wars. Sorry, I thought you said it was called Clone Wars. Clone High. They were all oh. in high school. But it was oh. this whole, like, high school yeah. will they, won't they of, like, Abraham Lincoln and Cleopatra. But no, no, no. It was funny, and it, it wasn't, like, colonial Abraham Lincoln. He's in wearing modern clothes, and he's kind of a doofus, but it's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I'll skip that one. Thank you, then. Um, but so they're known for this weird, irreverent humor. Okay. I felt... I feel like I could catch flack for this. This was almost Mel Brooksy, in the way that how it handled... Now, here, here's why I say that. Okay. When... Also, I mean, we'll kind of talk about the plot. The plot's very basic, in a good way. Uh, it does do a really fun flip. Where yes. instead of, yeah, they, they do a really fun flip on the whole high school. I mean, they, they kind of send up the whole parody of, like, narcs and, and this whole, right. like, um, but because I don't think the whole thing itself is just a parody of 21 Jump Street, the original. Because, okay, you remember the live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Yes. That movie was dumb and stupid and just a garbage parody of Scooby-Doo. Like, where it was like, Scrappy's the bad guy, wah, wah, and it was like, okay, whatever. Like, as a kid, I hated that movie, because it wasn't right. funny, it wasn't good, it wasn't it wasn't made with love. It was like, look at how dumb it is. This, to me, wasn't look at how dumb it is, because, and this is probably why you hated it, it wasn't, 
the only things it really had in common were Schmidt, Janko, and the name 21 Jump Street. But that was my problem with it, exactly. Yeah. Don't call it something if you're not going to be true to its form. But I think... Call something else. Right. But I think of, of taking that and... I mean, they even had that real, that joke that paid off, what, two hours later with Johnny Depp at the very beginning, who's undercover. Right. And, and gets in her... You know, we, we, he's in this gang, and we meet him, and he says, if these guys are cops, I'm DEA. Right. Two hours later, the joke pays off where he rips his prosthetics off, and he is a DEA agent, and it's him and the guy from the previous 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Who are no longer named Schmidt and Janko. Right, exactly. They're named whatever and whatever, and they're like, oh, we were Jump Street. Um, but even when he's giving his whole spiel to his friend, yeah, he's totally saying, like, he's just talking about himself in the real world. He's like, you know, all the rings and the tight pants, I wore them for my best friend. It's kind of like a joke on, well, it's Johnny Depp. Right. But at the beginning, um, when Nick Offerman is giving them a new assignment, and he goes, we're revitalizing an old program from the 80s. The the guys upstairs don't care about it. They just, they know it makes money, so they want to do more of it, blah, blah. Just a whole rag on the idea of reboots and remakes because exactly. everyone kind of turns and looks at the camera of like, all right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I've said this so many times on the podcast, so I'm not going to say it anymore, but okay, one more time. Make something original. But the thing is... Make something original. But I think the thing is if you called this something else... Yes. It wouldn't matter. It would be just as good. I don't think, though, that it would have the punch because here's where the jokes come in. The, what's the first one called? 21 Jump Street. What's the second one called? Stupid. It's called 22 Jump Street. It's stupid. But the whole joke yeah. is that the church where the t- first one took place, they bought back the property, so they had to move across the street Got to it. 22 Jump Street. And then even Channing Tatum makes a joke like, well, what about, I hope this church doesn't buy the property back. And he goes, well, we could always move in next door. And then there's a sign on a construction site next to 21 Jump Street. It says 23 Jump Street coming soon. Okay, the, yeah. And the whole joke of 22 Jump Street is how sequels aren't good. See, comedy sequels don't make money. Nobody wants to see a comedy sequel. Um, and the joke even halfway through that movie is they run out of money. They have all this money because the first one made so much money. Well, now they're out of money, so they need to have the second one make even more money. Which go. is a whole joke on the movie. But I feel like this movie, the joke of this movie is that it's a joke on remakes and re- reboots and It's blah. almost laughing at itself in a yes, way. Yes. Which is, okay, great, I, I'll that, give you that. That's why I think it's called 21 Jump Street, because it's laughing at itself. It's like, look at how ridiculous the idea of rebooting this, this kind of goofy idea, but rebooting it with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, these two pretty big-name celebrities. But I think it, uh, yeah, and I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree with you, but... I just, as I just, I think that's the thing. Is I loved Twenty One Jump Street. Right. That was something that I would watch. Um, I I think I watched it a few times, but I really liked it. But I just, you know, I I just didn't like what they did to it. I felt like they ruined it. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the story real quick. Okay. So let's talk about we, the story. So we get introduced to Schmidt and Janko. I don't remember who's who. I d- yeah, I don't either. Jenko is um, Channing Tatum, mm-hmm. and Schmidt is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Who he lost? A, this was thin Jonah Hill. Uh, yeah, I it think was, it, it yeah. wasn't. I mean, Jonah Hill goes from big to like average. He's never like slim. Wasn't yeah? In one movie, I thought he was really slim. 
But maybe this was it. I think it was this. Uh-huh. Um, he slimmed down a lot. Yeah. Um, but and in the second one, he's about he's a little bit bigger, but he's the, he's still kind of slim. Sure. Um, so they get through the police academy together. They help each other. Where yes. Jonah Hill can't do the physical, and Channing Tatum can't do the the, the work. Mental. The mental. So they do this whole thing, and then. Uh, Ice Cube. Oh, so then they're not good cops because they try and arrest this guy, but Channing Tatum doesn't know the Miranda rights. Right, and they give him a really hard time about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman just rams into him about like, well, you have the like. He's like, you have the right to be an attorney, and he goes, "Did you just say he has the right to be an attorney?" And then Jonah Hill goes, "Like, well, he does have that right. (laughs) Everybody does, don't they?" And yeah, but I loved how much they cared about each other uh-huh. and how much they were friends. And but seriously, their comedic chemistry it was, was really good. Really good. Yes. It worked really well to just play off of each other. And I don't know if it would have worked with. I that's not that's, okay. Do you remember the Miami Vice reboot? I never saw it. Exactly, because it took itself too seriously. It it this to me is almost a parody of something like that. Okay. Where it's this whole like, and, and but hello, what else tried to do this? Baywatch, Chips, all these other things that are and just, they're all stupid, right? But those I don't although feel like, I liked Baywatch, but Baywatch and Chips didn't get the joke. They didn't get the joke that it's not. Look at how dumb of an idea this is. It's the idea of a reboot is stupid. So Got the it. whole thing is a joke on the idea. So that's why I think the only reason it's called Twenty One Jumps. You could have called this movie Chips. You could have called this movie Baywatch and had that be the point. But the way that it was written. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, The I joke agree. of the movie is that it's a parody of reboots and sequels. and Right. And rebooting something from the 80s and it not being as good. So anyway, so then they go to high school. Um, they get they get to this program that's uh, the 21 Jump Street. And they go to, you know, they go to the thing and it's this whole big thing. Even Ice Cube makes a hilarious reference to being black and being the uh, the police chief. He goes, I know what you're thinking. That's pretty stereotypical. Because that is such a stereotype to get like a rapper to play the police chief. Ice hey. Cube, I feel like, has played like the police chief like 60,000 times. Huh. Ice T is always is the cop in uh, SVU. Yeah, the he's been on like, that show for a long for time. For years. But so it's that thing of like, and he's like, you got to embrace the stereotypes. Which is very true for a remake and blah, right. blah, blah. Well, so they're, they're like, okay, they embrace the stereotypes and they get to know their characters. Well, then the they get in trouble or something with the... Uh, Principal. Oh, but there's that whole thing of when they're going to school and Shane Tame's going to be cool. But it's almost like his cool is dated cool. Totally dated. And now Jonah Hill's, like, lame is now cool. And, right. And so, like, at one point, yeah, like, a kid gets in, like, uh, Channing Tame's face and he punches him. And he's like, you punch me because I'm black? It's like, no, no, no. He's like, you punch me because I'm gay? He's like, whoa, no, 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 no. And they're like, like, Chang Tim is saying things that 10 years ago, of course a high school kid would say. And now it's like, hey, man, you can't say that. Right. Like, that's, and so then, like, the principal, who is one of the guys from New Girls. Oh, I don't know. He's also in Let's Be Cops, which is the same sort of thing. Yeah. It's this whole, like, look, the buddy cop, and look how funny that is. Um, but he's like, now, which one of you is Doug, and which one of you is... Brad or Brad? Brad. Yeah. Channing Tatum's like, oh, I'm Brad. That's a way cooler name than Doug. Well, they get the identity switched. That's right. And so Brad is like the nerd, and it's Channing Tatum has to be the kind of nerdy, the scientific nerd. Yeah, who's very smart, and then Jonah Hill has to be the like cool, outgoing, 
actor. Athletic. Athletic. And so then uh, they get a hint of where to buy the drugs. Right. And it's from Dave Franco, who plays it really pretty good. I like it. I Dave like Dave Franco him. does really... Dave Franco is one of those guys that will always be his brother's brother until he really gets a standout. You know what I mean? There's, there's going to be... Wasn't he in Now You See Me and Now You See Me Too? Yeah, he was. I like him. I do like him. But you but you know what I mean? Like until it's like the Academy Award goes to Dave Franco. Right. I really think he will always be James Franco's little brother. Right, but wouldn't that be cool if that one day happens and then James Franco becomes oh, the big brother of Dave Franco. Which as he they're both very talented guys. But in and da- of their own selves. Yeah, Dave Franco is not like like James Franco's like, I'm an artist. I like to dance around with my clothes off and Dave Franco's like, I'm just trying to be an actor. Right. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just... Right, exactly. Um, but so he played it great. And he's like, not really the bully? Because there's not really bullies anymore. No. Um, and it's all talking, and it's all, hey, let's figure this out and work together and blah, blah, blah. So then, um, so they have to take the drugs to prove that they're not cops or whatever, which is, what? I just, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was dumb. Okay. I do agree that that scene was kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, it was kind of funny, though, like, when, uh, Ro- oh, and then we get introduced to Rob Riggle's character, who, here was a major plot hole in my part, like, okay. that I noticed. Okay. So we'd later find out, spoiler alert, Rob Riggle is the one cooking the drugs. Yes. Okay, which I think itself is a whole send-up of Breaking Bad. Okay, I don't know. The, the teacher cooking the drugs and blah, blah. Okay. He, the first time he interacts with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, they're on the drugs. Yes. Shouldn't he know? Well, what that's it's why like I think they're... he didn't make a big deal about it because he knew they were on the drugs that he was making. Are you guys high? And they're like, no. Yeah. And like Jonah Hill's tongue keeps falling out of his mouth, and he's like putting his finger to put it back. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Mom just shook no, her head. I'd, no. Again, I didn't like that scene. I didn't like. I didn't need all the language. I mean, I'm the one that gave it to you, but it didn't need all the language. It didn't need all the sexual jokes. Right. It didn't. But it did, and then yeah. that's what they did. So. Oh, and also, we got introduced to Brie Larson's character, who I think her name was Molly. Yes. And I was talking to Taylor about this. Brie Larson, to me, yes. is going to have a career similar to Emma Stone. Cause if well, you... she won an Oscar. Not for this. No. I think she won an Oscar for Room. Oh, really? I think that She's was She's going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She is going to be Captain Marvel. Oh, there you go. Uh, did you know she is 28 years old? Good for her. Good for her. She's my age. Yes, she is. Um, I know. I, re- I was like, how old is she? Because I'm like, I didn't think she was that old. She's not. Right. Um, But she's also playing a high schooler, which is so funny because she doesn't look like a high schooler. Although in this one, I think she looks more of a, like a high schooler she than... She was my age. Like, she was 25 oh, when okay. this came out, which is so funny because it's like, granted, at 25, I could have played a high schooler. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, good. But so then, yeah, then it's this whole, like, they're trying to figure it out, and Ice Cube is like, you got to figure it out, and this other person in the Jump Street's like, we just made our third bust. Like, they just keep going and going and They're, and going. like, poking at the cops and making fun of them. Yeah, and they're trying, and they're trying, and finally they get a lead, and then they do it, and they're able to solve this, and blah, blah, blah. Well, and then it's this whole thing of they're following Dave Franco to this other bust, and then it's the bikers, but the bikers don't remember them, because... Yeah, 
I don't think they do until they run him over. Until they run the biker over. They don't recognize him then, though. Because he, he doesn't say, like, oh, it's the cops, let's get him. They're oh, just like, right, 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 right. They're just like, Well, because, we... hello, Jonah Hill's dressed like Peter Pan, and Channing Tatum's got, he's his... got, like, a hoodie on. I didn't even recognize who he was at he, first. He, uh, also, this whole thing is Jonah Hill's becoming really popular with the popular kids, and Channing Tatum's becoming really popular with the nerds. Yes, And, and at it's... the very beginning, before they get sent back to high school, I mean, they know they're going back to high school, but Jonah Hill says, like, hey, I know her, I ha- we didn't really get along in high school. Like, can we make sure that doesn't happen again? Right. And they, you know, and he's like, yeah, of course, that's not going to happen. And it does happen, but it's a switch. Um, which is actually really funny, because in the second one, they even make the reference, like, something, they don't say, oh, it's going to be the same plot. But they, they're like, oh, you know, the same kind of thing. When a lot of people go to the same job again, they, you know, the same sort of thing starts to happen. We just got to make sure that doesn't happen. And it doesn't. Or it does, but it's flipped. Now Channing Tatum is cool with the cool guys, and Jonah Hill is cool with the nerds, and it, so it kind of it flips around. Um, no, I I thought I think this movie is hilarious. Is it inappropriate? Absolutely. Absolutely R rating. But that is the guys who made it. It's the Jonah Hill yeah, crew. Yeah, I mean, of, but is, and is it original? Yes, because absolutely I agree with that a hundred percent. Because I think the whole thing in itself is a joke on reboots and remakes. And, I mean, spoiler alert, we'll talk about this in a second, but there was a now-shelved third one, which was going to be MIB-23, which was going to be a crossover of this and Men in Black. Okay. Not have any of the Men in Black cast, but almost just be like... I don't think that would have worked. Right. Because that would have been like, it's not a parody anymore. Right. It's like... look and. At the end of the second one, which I actually really enjoyed the second one, I don't think comedy sequels are ever that good, which is so funny after I just gave you Ace Ventura 2. Right. To me, comedy sequels just try and retread the same thing. Sure. I think this franchise is hilarious because it's a joke. Right. Everything is a joke in a good way. It's not a dumb joke. It's like the, the whole premise of the sequel is that sequels don't make money. And so the they're living off the money of the first one. Well, then the money runs out, so they need the second one the second job to be just as big so they can get the money back and blah, blah, blah. Um, right. And I like the fact, I guess I just didn't think that it's kind of poking fun at its own self. Yeah. And that makes it... But, that I mean, that's Christopher sense. Miller and Phil Lord, is they, they poke fun at themselves constantly. That's cool. I like that. But that, that's the joke of it. It's right. like, you can't... You can't... And I think that that's where Baywatch, Chips... I mean, I'll rag on these again. That's where they failed. You cannot... and But they try and shove as much humor into it but that's not the joke. The joke isn't that it's funny. The joke is that it's ridiculous that you're rebooting 21 Jump Street. Exactly. The joke is that, like, like who wants, like, hello. I mean, even shows like Hawaii Five O, and that's on TV now. It's, right. oh, it's just this cop show from the MacGyver. Right. But I think the difference between the Hawaii Five O and MacGyver, they stay closer to the original. Right. So that makes, see, I'm okay with that. Um, but they're they're, not, they're trying to be like, no, this is this can still be good, and this isn't. Whereas Twenty One Jump Street is like, no, it's a joke because like, why do we need another Twenty One Jump Street? Right. Why do we need this? Let's like, just they even poke s- at it a little bit. They even say that like, we don't know why we're rebooting it, but people pay for whatever, so it doesn't matter. Right. Like, like and and that's a, to me, it was really good writing on why it's kind of ridiculous and why it's a joke. Right. Um. No, I thought the cast in this movie was phenomenal. They all played together. I agree. Super well. Uh, I mean, hello, the reveal of Johnny Depp and the other guy. 
yes. uh, from t- the original Twenty One Jump Street, kind of at the end, and then of course they die. Right. Was it a, a Deloise? Right. Was it a Deloise? Not Dom Deloise. No, no, no. His son. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think so. That's who that was. I think it was a different guy. Because uh, I just recently looked up the name and I don't remember seeing Deloise. Was it Grieco? Maybe. Richard Grieco. Could have been. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I was watching on the phone and I couldn't really see it because it's very small. Yeah, but no. So to me, this is a great parody. This is okay. a great send up. Yes. Did they need to make more? No. But was the second was okay? If they made a sequel that was just like this one, it wouldn't be good. But the fact that they made a sequel, and the whole sequel's purpose was to make jokes about sequels and take itself just as seriously as the first one did, which is very minimally. Yeah, right. Perfect. Oh, I like... Okay. They could do with... I almost... I would love a third one that would almost be just this bizarre setting. Right. Like, why are we doing a third one? Third ones are always weird and don't have any relation. It's just... You know Desperation what I mean? or whatever, But yeah. that's how the second one ends. Right. With trailers for... Like, 23 oh, yeah. through 36 Jump Street of, like, this one, you guys are going to culinary school. And then, like, one of them, like, it's Channing Tatum and Seth Rogen. And he's like, hey, something, something up with Schmidt? And he's like, no, I've been the same person. I've not changed at all. And then, like, the next one, it's back to Jonah Hill. And he's like, and Ice Cube's like, Schmidt, you're looking great. And Jonah Hill just goes, what contract dispute? See, but so there the, you go. It, the, the whole thing is they're not taking themselves seriously. And right. they, they're they're fun. Would this have worked as a TV show? Mm, no. Because you can't have a TV show that where the joke is itself for more than a couple episodes. You know what I mean? Like, right. It can't just keep continuing. Would I like if they almost like brought in like a different... But like, what if they were like, oh, we're at this place. Oops, we accidentally just ran into Starsky and Hutch. You know, but but it's like sure. a, they're also joke. But the bigger joke would be, it's two other A-list celebrities. Like they're right. not going to get us. It's not like a cinematic universe, but it's just like oh, Starsky and Hudge, and it's like you know, like Jamie. It's Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. You know what I mean? Of just like right, and they played. They were the Miami, Miami Vice, Vice. Yeah. But it's like, why are these big name like? Because that that wasn't it wasn't. But you know what I mean? It wasn't like the the big A-list stars of the day were being. The right. guys from Tony Jump Street. Johnny Depp wasn't Johnny Depp yet. He was just a guy. Mm, no. Really? Absolutely not. No. He's been I thought this was his first thing. No. Who was he? What was he? What did he do before this? Why did you make that face? Because he's done a lot of stuff before this. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Wasn't this in the 80s? Wait. Johnny, the, the TV sh- series? Yeah. Jo- oh, sorry. I thought you meant the movie. That's why I was yeah, like, no. Yeah, Mom. Before this, I didn't know who Johnny Depp was. Yes, I knew who Johnny... Yeah. Come on, So you're Mom. right. The the television series but that's what I'm saying. pushed a lot of them. I mean, Holly Robinson. But that's what I'm saying. Who plays the police officer in the yeah. film. Uh, Richard Grego. Adeloise. Boy, I never can remember his name because there's too many of them. But that that's, yeah, to me, the exactly. joke is like, it wasn't like Christopher Lloyd and, and right. someone else who were these big stars in the 80s. It was these nobodies. Right. And so almost the joke would be, look, more ridiculous A-list celebrities are playing... These right. characters that... But by the end of the series, they were all very popular. And Johnny Depp left, and then they brought in Richard Graco. Right. But, I mean, I think that that's the whole thing, is, like, that's most... Right. At the beginning, they're nobody, and at the end... Well, sure. Um, Steve Carell was no one at the beginning of The Office. Right. I mean, I think that, that that if a show is lucky, that's what happens to every show. They yeah. start out as nobodies, and then it hits hard. 
Courtney and then Cox. It, everybody. I but, mean, but you know what I'm saying? Any, like, any serious, successful program yeah. should, that's the but, goal. But I think, so the, the goal is to, they're big names, but I think the goal for those actors too is to escape those roles. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because. Sorry. What has any of the cast of Seinfeld done since Seinfeld? Uh, well, Julie Louis-Dreyfus has done her own thing and right. done well, and Jerry Seinfeld has done well. And Michael Richards used racial terms, so... I know, and not... I, I don't know about Jason Alexander. He just kind of does whatever. I and mean, I don't good. think he really needs to do anything because he's got the Seinfeld money. Right. You know what I mean? But... Right. It, it's, it's, I think it also is escaping that. Like, okay. look at the cast of The Office. Okay. What have they done since The Office has gone really odd and ends like random shows and random movies and steve carell i mean yes he's done a lot but like he left before it ended iterate it right okay buy it this movie is so funny and it's clever and mel brooks level comedy it's, wow it's because if mel brooks made a movie today that was a cop movie uh-huh. it would be very similar to this of the without whole... all the sexy stuff though right right because well, i don't think all the sexual junk right right but he that's that's that. today's comedy. Well, it doesn't have to be, but yes, but, I agree. Yeah, of course it doesn't. And we also don't need to have problems. We can just give everybody marshmallows. It doesn't... Ooh, I don't like marshmallows. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, of course it doesn't have to be, but you know what I mean. Right. But so I think that... Sorry. No, no I... <laughs> Sorry, but you got uh, mad at me. No, I didn't get mad. Um, me. But I think that, like, if Mel Brooks did something like that... Sure, I It would I agree. be that whole, like... Isn't this ridiculous? Of course, it'd be like Rick Moranis and John Candy. Of like, right. Isn't this ridiculous? Of course, this is ridiculous. Right. Like, but that's why we're doing it. It makes money, and so. Okay. It, it, but no, so this is absolutely a buy. It. I think it is a perfect send up of remakes and reboots and sequels. And no, I love it. Well, I'm so glad because I hate it, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. For us to do this because exactly. one, yeah. So okay. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Mom's movie. Men in Black. Okay, didn't even let me say the thing. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to try it again. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not actually mad, Mom. Okay. When we come back, I'm going to talk about Mom's movie, which is... You can say it now. Men in Black. There you go. <laughs> Woo! Yay! All right, we'll be back. Hey everyone, Ruben here. I just want to let you know about another podcast I host called Super Employed Incorporated. I host it with my good buddy Taylor. Uh, And what it is, is each episode we pick a job that we find on Craigslist or any other sort of job application. And then we each uh, decide a fictional character that we think would be best at that job. It has a lot less structure. It's a lot goofier than this. Uh, And here's a little bit of a sneak preview of this week's episode. That is going up today. It's on our SoundCloud at uh, Super Employed Inc. Or Super Employed Incorporated up on SoundCloud. You can look for us. And here's the clip. And then after the clip plays, we'll go back to the show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Professional matchmaker. I love. And or wingman. Yeah. I loved the one we found, which I'm sure that if you can listen to the last episode. I love reading the actual Craigslist ads because there's... Okay, before we recorded this episode... I even was Googling, like, weird Craigslist jobs, like, mm-hmm. fast Craigslist jobs. And there's, like, uh, 
dress up like a dog and pee on a fire. You know, it's just like weird. Like, okay, I think that's that's not like something that you would do continuously. Also, just real quick tangent. If anyone uh, knows of anything where there's like a free rent situation <laughs> where I could just like dress up in a costume for a few hours a day and the person would allow me to live there for free. Have you seen those though? That's, I don't thing. know about like, that. Those like, are like, like, just let me know. I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> those are super like weird, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like that's, that's. It you end up getting surgically like, turned into a walrus or something, as far as I understand. Wow. That's okay, usually the, the, the directions I thought you were going to go with that, <laughs> making a tusk reference, yeah. not, have you ever seen tusk? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're back with Mom's movie, which was... Men in Black. What'd you think? Okay, well, let's talk about it. We have so much to talk about this movie. Really? Yes, we do. We really, really do. Okay, so came out in the 90s, mm-hmm. and as I was watching it, I realized I've never seen this movie. Which is such a surprise to me, because I feel like this is a movie that's... It's weird to say it's iconic, because it's like it's almost not iconic. Like, I wouldn't no, put it in, it was like... A, it was a big movie. Yeah. It's a really pop... It's... I, it is a very 90s movie in a good way. Yeah, oh, that we're talking about that. Um, so it stars Tommy Lee Jones, who you and I both love, right? Right? We love Tommy Lee Jones. I love Tommy Lee Jones. No, I'm saying I, I love him too. Sounded sarcastic. No, it wasn't. Don't we love Tommy Lee no, Jones? No, I was trying to get his, your attention because you were on the phone. Oh, I'm pulling up my emails. I know. And Will Smith, of course. And let's let's talk about a bunch of stuff. So first of all... Um, it's based on a Marvel comic. I did not know that when yeah. I saw that. Bless you. Yeah, I'm about to sneeze. Sorry. That's okay. I sneeze many times on this podcast. Yeah. So, um, I was surprised when I read that. Sorry, I was surprised when I read that. And then, um, I love the cast. I mean, Tony Shalhoub is in it for a very, very short... But he's Tony Shalhoub. I love him. I love him from Monk. I love him from Wings. You know who I used to get him mixed up with? Who? Hank Azaria. Okay, I could see that, but they're totally different. But yes. But as a child, I also thought Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Tom Hanks were the same guy. So, well, so I could see that too. So, um, also, so let's talk about what this is first before I talk about my favorite character. So, this is a special government-issued little group because there are aliens on the planet and nobody knows but this special group. Uh, run by Rip Torn, who is fantastic. Well, you know it's based on a real conspiracy theory. I didn't know that either. I yeah, thought it was the, based on a comic book. Well, the comic itself, though, is based on a real conspiracy theory that these men in black exist and that anytime anything supernatural or otherworldly comes to our world or interacts with our world, yes. they come and clean it up and they take care of it. It It's based on a real... Con- I don't remember from what, but there's like... It's like, what do you know? They also look like the Secret Service. You know what I mean? So it, right. it's this okay. whole like... Any time that anything supernatural happens, these guys just show up. Got it. Well, that's exactly it. what it is. And and, and uh, Will Smith, who is so wearing, there's a couple of times I was like, oh, hello, 90s. He has like this jumpsuit thing on, and it's like tied <laughs> around his waist. It's orange. And then at one point, he's wearing like this really long red coat and very, very 90s. So real quick, I just Googled Men in Black comic. Yes. It wasn't made by Marvel. It was made by a company that got purchased by another company, which then got purchased by Marvel. Oh, yeah, because I noticed it said Marvel comic. Yeah, so at the so, time that this came out, it was owned by Marvel. Got it. 
Yeah, but it's Got not it. like it's not like the Men in Black fought alongside Iron Man. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so Will Smith is a New York cop, and they decide the Men in the Tommy Lee Jones and Rip Torn are going to recruit him. Tommy Lee Jones is really about recruiting Will Smith. Rip Torn is not. They're going to fight aliens. And because the aliens are trying to leave and there's something going on and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. So that, like I said, as I'm watching it, I'm going, I have no idea what's going to happen because I don't remember one single solitary second of this movie. Not one. Only from like commercials. Like the little, the little prawns or the shrimp. That's what they look like to me. Yeah. I knew those from commercials, but I didn't know the It's almost like somebody had like a laser pointer. And they, like, pointed at your head, and they were like, boop, boop. Yeah, no. But I just didn't remember it, and that's okay. So, this movie was fun. It's a little dated, but it's still fun. Um, I'm not done talking, but I'm just kind of getting yeah, past yeah, the storyline. Because you know what I want to talk about. I do know what you want to talk about. I want to talk about two things. Okay. Number one. Okay. My favorite actor... I have a list, and first of all, everything is my favorite. I mean, I have favorite books. Everything is favorite, but I have like ten of every favorite. Exactly. One of my favorite actors is in this movie, and it's not anybody that I've mentioned. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is the best. I love him. Okay, I say it every episode. Vincent D'Onofrio could absolutely come on our podcast. He would not come on our podcast because he's, he's... Remember you said I set a bar? He's very cool, but... I oh he's like he's way too cool to be on our podcast. But I love him. Um, loved him from the very beginning when I saw him. First time I ever saw him. I'm gonna date myself, but I don't care. Adventures in Babysitting when he played the Thor character. Wasn't yeah, they that call him? him Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, loved him in that. He's just such a good actor. He's one of the best current living actors because he plays funny. He plays serious. He plays sad. He plays. You know what I mean? He's and in this film, you really got oh to see my that. Gosh. So because a lot of people might know him, I think it's Law and Order CSU. I think it's CSU. I don't know. Um, just like a Vincent D'Onofrio Law and Order. Right. And it's, yeah, and he was on it for most of it. They brought somebody else in for a while, and then he came back. Well, but, a lot of people your age might know him from that. I'm not making a joke. A lot of people my age, he's Kingpin on Daredevil. Oh, see, I don't know. Yeah, he, you're he, right. I don't know that. Is he, he bad in that one? Yeah. Okay, so I have but, to watch him as a bad guy. But he's I not just he's, bad. He has layers. You know what I mean? He's right. not just like, I'm bad, because that's how it was written. And is Daredevil a movie or a series? It's a series. Ooh. 13, do you think, 13 episodes? Do you think I'd like it? I think you would. It's definitely, in my opinion, the best of the Marvel, and it's set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Does it have universe. lots of bad language? No, because it's a Marvel movie. Well, it's not a movie, it's a series, but you know what I mean? On Netflix? Yeah. Okay. It's well, I'll this, check it out. There's, there's I've got seasons. a list. Yeah. Season one's really good. Is season? Is there going to be a season three? Probably. This is their Iron Man. Okay. This, this is what they know people are going to watch it for, and they hope everyone watches all the other ones and hope Daredevil shows up. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, so... So good, because I didn't know him from oh, that. Okay, he's awesome. But in CSU, which I know him from, very, again, he seems huge. I don't know how tall he really is. He seems huge, and he's a big guy, and he just kind of, well, he's very smart in CSU, but not, doesn't move very quickly, you know, you just, he's very funny, but not really in. He's 6'4". Okay, yeah, he's just, especially in CSU with the actress he's playing with, he just seems ginormous, but more 
okay, I don't mean this in a bad way, but more Frankenstein-y, more like bulky and mm-hmm, kind definitely. of s- slower to move. Okay, in Men in Black, he shines through with physical comedy. His voice, because he's kind of a zombie, an alien has taken over this farmer. Well, so his movements and, and the way he moves and talks well, and it changes. It. You get what happened, right? No. An alien ate his insides and yeah. he's wearing his skin. So he's not just taking him over. He is a giant bug shoved in a man. Okay. Yeah, and which you get to see that at the end. It was pretty creepy. But um, it, it was just... That's as what we he were... looks like in Daredevil. And that's Daredevil next to him. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big dude. He's a big guy. Um, but I think he had a little more hair in Men in Black. Yes. Yes. So don't... Well, the don't character of Kingpin is uh-huh. bald. Got it. So I don't know if he shaved it because of Kingpin or just because... Probably because in CSU he had hair. Yeah. So whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't think whether or not he had hair, he's going to care what we think. So <laughs> no. it doesn't matter. But just the physicality of it, the it makeup. So, so that's the second thing I wanted to talk about. Rick Baker's makeup. Oh my gosh. Um, the special effects that... Well, so he doesn't do the special effects, he does the makeup, right? He does all the practical effects. Beautiful, amazing, creepy, all at the same time. Anytime there's an alien that's not CGI, uh-huh. that's probably Rick Baker. Love it. I don't know a lot about Rick Baker. I'm going to have to go on a Rick Baker movie binge well, it's and gonna see be what else he's done. going to be like, what? Really? Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah. So we'll have to do that. Um, I just think that this movie was phenomenal. It was fun. But I, I know why I probably didn't watch it when it came out because I don't usually... I don't usually enjoy these kind of films, and I don't usually watch these kind of films. But this one, I liked um, a lot. Now, I have not seen two. I have not seen three. Do you think I need to see those? Absolutely not. Now, which one stars one of your heroes? Josh Brolin. That's three playing a young Tommy Lee Jones. So, do so is Tommy Lee Jones in three at all? A little bit. It's the whole. It's the whole thing where three is like now Jay. Is that yeah, Will that's Will Smith. Jay has to go back and recruit Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I don't like when they do that, where they have to go back, because, but everybody does it, and it's like... When you introduce time travel into a sequel, it right. means you've run out of ideas. It, that's what it feels like to me. So when, when time travel is not a plot element that eventually gets introduced, you've run out of ideas. Exactly, and that's that's okay. Um, so, But no, the, yeah, this show is phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. and I love... I'm sorry. I, so as we were driving yesterday to see Rick Springfield. Oh, we can talk about that after. Oh, we will. Um, that there was the one scene and once who was shaking the dog? I don't remember. I just remember you saying, don't shake the dog. I know. I was totally thinking of that because I knew it wasn't a real puppy. I mean, I yeah. knew it was a puppet or something. But one, it was either Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith. But there's an alien and it was named, was it Frank? Frank. Frank yeah, the pug. And it was a pug. And the, whoever it was was, like, shaking it. And I was. I was watching it. I'm like, don't shake the dog. Don't shake the dog. Because you shouldn't. You don't shake children. You don't shake dogs. So I was really worried. But you knew it wasn't a real dog. But exactly. it was very it was very neat. So I really liked it. Love the makeup. Love the physicality. Love the story. It's just fun to get away from it. Um, yeah. Let's, let's talk about one okay. scene in particular. Okay. Okay. So when Will Smith shows up. Yeah. To to. He's with the, the best Marine and the best Army man yes. and the best blah, blah, and the best NYPD. Yeah. Why is it the best NYPD officer? Well, I... Th- is that specifically because that's who... Like, each 
each quote-unquote recruiting person got to pick a what do they want the best of? No, I think it was just, I don't think he really was the best. I think it was the reason why he got picked is because Tommy Lee Jones's character knew that Will Smith saw it. So it's kind of like, well, he can either we can either zap him with a little red pen, or we Which can they make did, it. And then yeah, or we can make him one of ours. So <coughs> okay, Excuse here's me. my question because that test scene was a little strange to me. Okay. They're sitting in the egg chairs, and they're given a paper test. Yes, which was funny. Why does Will Smith break his pencil? It looks like he almost does it on purpose. No, I think it was just with the stress. He broke it, and then you saw, like, all the guys are trying to figure out how to write, and I think that was, was the that problem. Was that the test? That was the test. Is that just pull the, the, the table They were to just you? wanted to see, yeah. I, I think they made it seem like it was one test, but I think in actuality, it was the other Each, test. Well, that's what I think. Each thing was a fake test. Yeah. So... They're all trying to ride on the egg, and Will Smith just picks up the table. And my first thought was, he's funny. It's a very funny. And he's well, because like, it's squeaking. It's not yeah. just like I'm picking up a table and I'm putting it down. It's like... He, yeah, he drags it. And he even offers it to the guy next to him. He's like, do you want to ride on this? And the other guy's like, no. But so my thing is, is it realizing what's right in front of you is right in front of you? That's what I is took that, it is as. Is that the first test is, yes, this is, this is exactly what I think it is. There's no, like, hidden... Oh, I can't do that. I can't do this. It's, yep, okay. And he, I can make use of what I have is kind of what mm-hmm. my philosophy So the second thing is they go into this room and they all have guns. Yes. And they have to shoot the targets or whatever. Yes. So Will Smith fires one shot. Yes, because it's all blah, 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 all ever. They're yeah, shooting everybody. All Will Smith everything. is doing is watching. He's looking, he's right. looking, he's looking. He takes one shot. Right. And the first thing is is Zed. Rip Torn comes and is like, why'd you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And he's kind of grilling him. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith explains each alien isn't actually doing anything wrong. You can see one has a tissue, one's just doing a workout, one's just doing this, blah, 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 blah. And, but the girl has a quantum physics book. She's a little white girl in the middle of the ghetto, like Will Smith explains. What is she just doing on the street? With her quantum physics books when she's eight years old. Yeah. And Rip Torn is kind of mad. But is, he, is that what he's supposed to do? Yes, because he, I don't think he... But is it the same thing if it's a fake test? The, um, the, the real test is, do you notice that the eight-year-old girl has quantum physics books? Well, and that was my understanding, is that Rip Torn's character was mad because, gosh darn it, he figured it out. He didn't want him to figure it out. He wanted to go with the other guys. Because I think he picked the other makes, guys. That makes so much more sense. I think that, he picked yeah. the other guys, and Tommy Lee Jones's characters picked Will Smith. Do you think that all that everyone there, including Will Smith... Obviously, because we know Will Smith did. Do you think everyone else that was at this recruitment thing had an interaction with aliens? And that's why they got picked. No. Do you think Will Smith is the only one that has had a previous interaction with an alien? Mm, yep. Fair. I don't know. I mean, that's what I kind of thought. Yeah. Um, no, okay, well, then that makes more sense. Is that Because I'm like, is he just messing with it? Not messing with him, but right. to be like, oh, why would he shoot the girl? I, I'm. Why would you do that to hear why he said right. like, why he would do but it makes more sense that he's almost mad that it's like, why did you know to do that? Right. Why did you know to shoot that little girl? Yeah, I don't want to hire you. I want to hire one of these other guys. You're, you're a loudmouth idiot. Exactly. Um, That's what I think he thinks. One thing I do have a gripe with. Okay. When Tommy Lee Jones is like, you can join us. You just got, you're pretty much dead. All your records get erased and you have to say goodbye to family. He's like, yes. okay. Maybe he didn't have any family. Well, later in the movies we find out he did or whatever. And it's like, well, who? Who had... Oh, Tommy Will, Jones? Will Smith. Oh, I don't remember that part. But in the, no, I'm saying in the third movie. It's oh. like, oh, he did have a family. It's like... But, I, they had to hold on to it. They couldn't give it a spill at all of the first movie. But so here's my question, though. Okay. Let's say I join the Men in Black. Okay. And I no longer exist. 
But do they go to every single person that has ever known me and zap them? I think, I don't know. But right, I, I work know. at Starbucks. I interact with hundreds of people a day. Right. Someone is going to go, isn't there a Reuben that used to work here? Yeah, I don't know. You, you know right, so again, you're doing that thing where it's really just a movie, but you're, yeah. But if, okay, movie makers, if okay. you imply something and you say that something in your world is legitimate. Ruben is going to beat it to death. Well, you need to, you need to back that up. <laughs> okay, well, sounds good. Well, uh, I want to rate this movie. Well, hold on. So here's the thing. Okay. Um. It's, uh, I know it's like, I picked this movie for you with it. They don't need to make any more. Or, or why did they make another one? Right. Because in my opinion, two and three are absolute garbage. Two and three didn't need to exist. Right. But I would love if they re, if they rebooted this as almost a series. Netflix or Amazon or Hulu had uh, Will Smith be in the Zed role. Yes. At totally two new guys, or maybe one guy that was, you know, whatever. And then a new guy. And Larry the Pug. Frank. Frank the Pug. Just like, kidding. Totally. Have characters like Frank the Pug still be there. Have this, like these references, have Jeebs still be there. You know what I mean? Like, right. Have these references to characters that are still there and still exist, but it's, you know, it's now the next, the next generation. Right, but they did a, an animated series. Yeah, but I think it was still J and K. But it, oh. it, it wasn't Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, but it was like J and K. Oh, okay. Well. But I. I wouldn't mind more of this universe. It's a fun universe. I think it is fun. It, it, it's done really well. It's Spielberg, right? Oh, we got to talk about that. What? When Jay first gets introduced to the, the viewing screen uh-huh. and sees all the people that could be, that are oh, aliens. Oh, wait, that are aliens. It's like Sylvester Stallone. George Lucas. Yes. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Danny DeVito. Yes. Who, I don't know how, but I feel like Danny DeVito has gotten name dropped on every single episode of this podcast. I know. We like him uh, too. There's a bunch of other people that are up there. Newt Gingrich is up there. It's just funny. I know. It's, it's Again, a fun I was, little goof. Um, I was watching it on a little screen, so I, I had to ask you. When I paused it, as soon as it was like, look at all these people that are aliens, I was like, and pause. Right. Like, I need to see. Uh, there's a reference to Elvis isn't dead. He just went home. Yeah, he just went home. And That's then, what he said. Oh, man. And the 8-track. I love the 8-track. Did you even know what that was? Yeah, but they, well, they even earlier, they make this reference to like... Like, these are going to replace CDs, and it's like an MP3. And uh-huh. they're like, this is alien technology. And I'm like, no. Oof, that's a little dated already. Yeah, that's okay. Um, But then, of course, one of the most dated references in the movie is at the end, Jay's with his new partner, which is the, the girl that's been helping them the whole time. Linda Forentino? Forentino? Uh, who's been in another movie that we talked about, but I can't remember what movie it is. No, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but so... He's oh, I remember. What movie? It was the um, the one that Dan suggested from the 80s with the paintball. Oh, yeah, 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 gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So she, yeah, so she's like, oh, this plant president or whatever from this planet wants front row seats to the Bulls game. And Will Smith goes, oh, we'll call up Dennis Rodman. He's from that planet. And I was right. like, oof. <laughs> well, I mean, I still know who he is, but... Right, but you're a thousand years old, as am I. Fifty-one. But you know what I mean? Right, like, I agree. It's, it, it, it'd be like if in, like, 30 years, someone was like, ha-ha, sinking baskets like Steph Curry. It's like, who? Oh, well, who knows? Maybe he'll... But in 30 years? No, yeah, no, he won't. <laughs> um, so is she in the second one? 
Because it I, makes I, it it makes it seem like she's gonna be. I don't remember. Okay. But I know that the whole second one is he needs to get Kay back. Kay's back on the force for some reason, and they wiped Kay's memory. Right. So they have to like unwipe his memory. But don't they do that on the third one too? Oh no, no they no, go no, back they go to back the in time to find young Kay because Kay's now been eliminated from time by this time traveling blah blah blah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that that hasn't been done. Where somebody's been eliminated, so now... We need to go back. To get him. That, that's been done, so they can change history, so he doesn't have to be... Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the future. But you know who's in the second one? Who? Who? Michael Jackson. That's like an MIB agent. Is he? Yeah. He's in Antarctica, and he's like, It's me, Agent Michael. You know, come on, let me work with you guys. I did my job. Now I could be Agent M. And they're like, whatever, weirdo. They're like, hang up on him. Apparently, he got mad that he was not on the poster for MIB2. Oh. And if you look at the poster for MIB2, it's the exact same poster as MIB1. Black screen, Tommy Lee Jones, and um, what's Will his Smith? name? Will Smith. And the... Big guns. Yeah. But the eye is now two eyes. Got it. it's a two. Nice. Um, did you rate it yet? No, I didn't. Because okay, we were still talking. Oh, yeah. I say rent it. Rent it? Yes. You're gushing about this movie. You go to rent it? Yes, because I don't want to buy it. It's Why? not that good. Oh, come on. Well, no, because if you're going to buy it, then you have to buy all of them, and I don't want to buy all of I them. I would buy just this one. Yeah, I wouldn't. So, but it's good. Rent it. See it on Amazon Prime, Netflix, the, Hulu, because that's where I saw it. I saw it on Hulu. For sure. This is a, absolutely a fun movie night movie. Absolutely. Get you know some good like popcorn. You reminds me of? Huh. And this is going to sound weird. Jurassic Park. Okay, How? It's fun. Yeah. The effects are great. The effects still hold up. I think so, yeah. Like, some of the CGI, not great. Not great. But the practical effects, like, at the very... Okay, and that whole joke at the beginning with the finding the illegal aliens. That was such a funny, like... That'll always be kind of funny. It's the truck drive driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Border Patrol pulls them over because they're looking for the illegal aliens. Well, then whatever they're called, the men in black show up and they're looking for the real illegal aliens. Right. And they start speaking Spanish and then one guy just nods. He nods and laughs and then it's a real alien. Which right. Which I thought was funny. Which was, oh, because then he took the head off or something he's holding it like a puppet on a stick. It was kind yeah. of gross. Well, it wasn't like a real human head that they like severed and put no, on no, a no, stick. No, no, no. It was, yeah. it was Rick Baker. I mean, yeah. it, it was his makeup stuff. So, okay. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. So, yep. Bye. No, I'm, just no, I'm like, what? Look. Um, no, so let's do real quick. Let's we got do... an email, KTMA show at email. <laughs> at email.com. KTMA show at gmail. KTMA show at gmail.com. All right, and we did get a couple emails. I'm going to read through those. Uh, hey, Ruben and Mom, my name's Courtney, and I found you guys through Wizard and the Bruiser. Thank you, Wizard and the Bruiser. And thank you, Courtney. Hello. Thank you, Courtney. Hello. I love your show and listen to it at work all the time. I just wanted to clear up a question Ruben had about Toy Story 2 this week. The theory behind why Woody is so rare is that Woody's roundup was losing steam after the space craze, similar to Toy Story 1. And in trying to stay relevant, they held a sweepstakes where children would send in box tops from Woody's roundup cereal and they would get a Woody doll. However, the company went out of business before the sweepstakes could be finished and there was only one doll for promotional material. The theory says that Andy's dad, who came from a poor family, sent in a letter uh, instead, explaining that he was Woody's biggest fan. Someone at Woody's Roundup read the letter and sent him the only Woody doll. This is why he's the only doll. She said, here's my source. I mean, it'd be 100% on everything. She linked to me a YouTube video. Thank you for doing what you guys do, Courtney. 
I love that theory. Yeah, um, and and I love that Courtney took the time to, to tell us about it because I yeah. thought it was a great theory too. Yeah, it, well, it's excellent. Fun. It's Thanks, Courtney. Um, yeah, well, I like the idea too of including like, because then when you include Andy's dad, which I'm sure that video does a little bit more, but I love the idea that like, yeah, and there's we don't know why Andy's dad isn't in the picture. Never, he's dead and or not he's, at any of them. No, and there's and never, he's a never mentioned. It's not even like dad left us or dad's dead. Nope. He just it's dad just never mom. existed. Um, but I love the idea that he like cared for, it, and that's why it's a big deal with the mom that they right. get this doll back because it's, it's the dad fought for this thing. The dad tr- did whatever he could to get his son this doll because he loved Odie's Roundup. He wanted to be able to share this with his kid or whatever. Right. Well, and it makes sense because in the radio programs, in real radio programs of the 30s and 40s, you'll listen because I I'm a huge fan, and there's a channel on Sirius Radio, Radio mm-hmm. Classics. Um. Anyway. That the commercials will say, you know, send in the box tops or whatever, oh, and you'll get this, the ring or kid. whatever. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that, so that's really good. I'm sure that good. a lot of that stuff is worth a lot of money now. Well, yeah, exactly. There's also, when you listen to the commercials, it's kind of funny because not too many of those companies are still around. Hey, it's weird, though, that those old-time radio shows are like, make sure to eat Tide Pods. No, it does not it's say a, that. A, that's not... a topical reference. Yeah, but it doesn't say I'm that. I'm being relevant. Yeah, whatever. Um, another email. Yes. Hi, guys. It's Colin from episode 35. Hi, Colin. Hi, Colin. No new ideas. Just wanted to say how ecstatic I was to hear my email read. And that you picked one of my ideas. Thank you guys so much. Great idea, by the way, Colin. This was Fantastic a fun idea, Colin. Also to Dawn, it's cold here, but I'm making sure to keep warm. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Good. I'm glad because it's it's been cold here, but not as cold as you guys have been. So I'm glad that Colin's doing well and being safe. And yeah. keep sending the emails, you guys. Yeah. We love the ideas. It gives us something... To, to talk about and to different ideas because we kind of run out sometimes. We totally do. Another email. We got another email? Yeah, and this is a real email, too. I'm prefacing that. Okay. This is one to you. Oh, to you. Hi, Mom. I didn't write this. Okay. It says, Hi, Mom, but I didn't write this. Okay. Hi, Mom. This is Alicia's grandpa. Just wanted to tell you that you Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Alicia's, your girlfriend's grandpa? Yeah. Your girlfriend's grandpa wrote an email to me. Yes. This <laughs> is Alicia's grandpa. Just wanted to tell you that you have a super son and hope you have fun working with him. That's all it says. It does not say that. Show it to you right now. Hey, this is Alicia's grandpa. I just want to make sure you know you have a super son. That's cool. And so what, does Alicia's grandpa have a name? Yes, Mark. Hello, Mark. I know I have a super son. And hey, guess what? I have two super sons. Well, the other one, the other one exists. No, he's fantastic. <laughs> and you guys got to hear him he, on the anime episode where he said, I exist. I, I alive. I, I'm alive, yeah. But, um... So, yeah, well, thanks for that. That's fun, too. Um, okay, so we got that. We did. Uh, we got a Facebook. Contested Mother approved on Facebook. Uh, we got a Twitter. Which, which I, twi- I tweeted. Okay, <laughs> this is great, because this actually leads back. I was like, how are we going to get back to this? Okay. Uh, this, a couple days ago, yesterday. Yeah. It was well, just... yesterday of, of recording this. Right. Uh, we went and saw the Rock Solid podcast with Pat Francis, who we need to gush. Pat Francis is a great host. He's amazing. He was awesome. You want to see somebody really do a deep dive on somebody's whole discography and just give you a really cool history of a musician? Pat Francis. And what's the, it's called Rock Solid Rock with Solid. Pat Francis? Yes. Great Fantastic. Show, super fun. We had a blast. Um, and the special guest was Rick Springfield. Who, yes, been a fan since 1980. Yay! It was funny for me to be in a room <laughs> with my mom and 70 plus other older women 
Yeah. I was definitely the youngest person in there by, by 20 years. At least. And, and if I wasn't, if I was the youngest, you were probably the second youngest. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, there was definitely no one that was like, there was one lady I was like, maybe she could be younger than mom. And then mom, you looked at her, you're like, no, definitely not. And yeah, I was like, it was, but again, he really hit it big in 1980. Yeah. So, I mean. But, and I tell you what, he was probably the coolest person I've ever seen an interview with. He didn't pass any question. He didn't say, I don't want to talk about that. He was so open and so genuine. And so he laughed when it was fun. He cried when it was sad. Oh, yeah. But it was it was so real. And it definitely, Pat Francis definitely wasn't like, ooh, I'm going to get the inside scoop and I'm going to make him cry. No, he just got, he was just talking discography and even Pat Francis cried. And we actually talked with Pat Francis afterwards. We did. We met him. Great guy. Very excited that we were excited. Was like, asked me, are you a Springfield fan? And we're like, no, but mom is, and this is my Christmas present. The guy was super excited. Um, but that all leads back to mom ran the Twitter. I did. What, I, what did you think? It was, I mean, nobody responded back to me, but well, it was a little bit. We a little couple, bit, which was good after, responses. and it was fun. We met, we found a couple more Rick Springfield fans, which yay, yay, yeah. yay, yay. I know. We just got like all these Rick Springfield fan accounts that were like, I'm fangirling out. And I was like, it was great. Right. For those, yeah. It was it was fantastic. So we yeah. were in the third row Definitely. in a comedy club. So yeah. there was like tables and chairs, and we were close. So Ruben wanted to sit closer, but I, I didn't want to be that close to him. Well, your legitimate words were, I don't need to see his nose hairs. Okay, and, and whatever. But it was too close. But this was good, and the music was wonderful. And I think what made it fun for me, besides it was Rick Springfield right there, is... It really made me see him as a person, which he Man, is. Yes, this humanized him in, a, in the best he's way. He's a person, and he's 68 years old, and he's been doing this forever. But I think that if it was, if he wasn't there, yeah, it'd be a really cool, you know what I mean? It was, if, if it was, hey, we're going to talk about this song that Rick Springfield did. Right. But the fact that he was there, and yeah. he also added to it, is what made it even cooler. Right. Because like, he was very open, and he explained things. And you were saying, I've seen him in Vegas. Yes. I've seen him in concert. He was amazing, yes. And I've seen him this. That's it. You know what I mean? There, there's not many other ways where... I think a lot of the other elderly women that were there... Hey! Well, you want to rephrase that. They were elderly. You are not. Um, there was uh -huh. a lady... <laughs> I think she was pushing 70. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They know what I mean. Yeah. They were expecting to go in and have Rick Springfield shake his butt in their faces for an hour and a half and sing to Jesse's girl. And then... And all of his other songs, but they didn't do that. No. It was a very... It was it was like a conversation. It was very intimate. It, it was, was, very yeah. open. And a new episode comes out, I think, until it's Thursday. I cannot wait. I'm going to we'll, hear we'll it. We'll re-listen to it. Absolutely. Because it was so much fun. And it was enjoyable. And it was real. And it was honest. And that's why we loved it. Um, so we had a blast. I... Yeah. Ugh. That was fun. Well, yes. Um, so, follow us on Twitter. We'll probably yes. have Mom take over the Twitter again. I love doing that. I mean, this time, people have to talk back, because I was just, well, like, okay, making to, things it up. It was also, and... like, uh, well, welcome to Twitter. Uh, oh, also, you like, just talk? Is yeah, that Nobody talks back to you? I mean, not always. Oh, well, unless you have eight gajillion fans. Yeah, and it's like, come to Puerto Rico! Like, that's... No, that's, okay. like, a lot of, like, celebrities. Like, if you look at, like, they'll be like, hey, I just had a sandwich. Their response or tweets will be like, come to Puerto Rico! Oh, okay. I, we want to see you in Puerto Rico. Oh. I don't know why we talk like this. I was going to say, I don't know, but okay. All right, so what else? Um, Anything else? We got a Twitter, we got a Facebook, we got a... We got Zazzle merchandise? Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash KTMA show. Okay. Zazzle. And now let's talk about next week's theme. Okay, I'm super stoked for next okay, week's theme. Okay, so we had two. Which one are we going with? Together you... again. Okay. 
So this week is called Together Again. Yes, yes, And what yes. it is is it's two actors that have previously worked together that we enjoy when they work together, and this is a movie where they work together. Where, yeah, the they've done more than the, one movie together. This is at least the second time they've worked together. Yes. Um, so it's not like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying. Um, which, I had one, and then you threw a stipulation at me as we were driving. Yes. I was like, oh, perfect. And you were like, oh, here's a stipulation. It can't be a sequel. Because we kind of been talking about sequels, sequels for a while. A so it's um, like, no. Geez, I wonder why. Because um, there's a lot of them. But my first thought was I was like, oh, I'm going to give her a Muppet movie. Because okay, together, that would have been okay because I love Muppet movies. But Together Again was such like a... Yeah. I was like, oh, because that's even one of their songs. Together just, Again. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, I'm going to get her with Together Again. And then you're like, no sequels. I was like, bummer, no Muppets take Manhattan for you. Oh, um, good, because I don't like that one. Are you serious? That's I like all the... R- no. Muppets take Manhattan is so good. No. I like the other ones better. Oh Any of the other ones better. Gosh, so wrong. No, I'm not. Um, well, Great Muppet Caper is actually probably one of my favorites. Okay, that one's all right. Because I love the, what if we catch him red-handed? What if his hands are blue? See, I like that. And I, my favorite is Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, that was, was when that you... the last one with, uh, what's his name? Jim Henson. No, I think, no, because you, you guys were kids. Right. Oh, then, then he, that was after. Yeah. Because I was going to say, because the first one without Jim Henson was Muppet Christmas Carol. I love that one. That one's really good. Yeah, it's great. So, um, okay, so... So anyway, it's together again. So, do you want to go first? Mm, no. What do you mean, no? I don't want to go first. I want you to go first. Okay, yes, I'm going first. I'll go first. No. Yes, I okay. will. Okay, if you're listening, you don't understand what just happened. Mom was sliding her feet across the table. Oh, that's... And well, it went to the bottom of the desk. And, and it's it was, making noise, so I put my foot on her foot <laughs> to stop it. And she thought that I was pressing her to, to talk. Yeah, sorry, you were just telling I'm me to like, stop wiggling my feet. Hey, you can probably hear that on the Sorry, feet. guys, I didn't. I was just wiggling my feet. They were itchy, so I was moving them. Um, I'll go first. Okay, it's go fine. First. Okay, are you ready? Yes. You're going to love this. Oh, boy. You are going... I'm not even going to, like, preface it. You're not going to preface it? We're in the 90s. Okay, let me guess. Tom okay. Hanks. Yes. Oh, is it... Uh, it's what's her name? I want to call her Catwoman. She wasn't Catwoman. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. She wasn't anything superheroes. Mm. Except, well, now she looks like the Joker. Oops. Stop it. That no, she doesn't. Yeah, she, she fixed does. herself oh. a little bit. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I just. And I think she's married to John Cougar Mellencamp. No way. Yeah. Meg Ryan? Yeah. Really? She was married to Dennis Quaid for a long time. Who's he married to now? I don't know who. I don't know, but he has a little baby. Getting, I'm getting all these people mixed yeah, up. Yeah, it's okay. So, you're watching You've Got Mail. Is that the one where the kid sticks the marble in the nose and it gets stuck? You keep saying that. No, I haven't given that to you yet. That's George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer in One Fine Day. It's Batman and Catwoman? Yes, it is. Cool. I'm going to watch Batman and Catwoman Well, too bad you're watching You've Got Mail. I bet this is... Oh, this is something I bet they could remake. With Greg Kinnear. I thought you said it was with Tom Hanks. And Greg Kinnear. Tom Hanks and and Dabney Coleman. Who's Dabney Coleman? You'll see him. And let me see who else. Uh, someone else. So, so, but the, and the, June Stapleton. But the together again is Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And Meg Ryan, because okay. they did several movies together. Yeah, a lot. They had Joe versus the volcano, Sleepless in Seattle. You've got mail is one of my favorites. You've got mail is the one where. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Love that. Sorry. Uh, that's fine. 
Uh, you got mail is the one where she like owns a bookstore and he's like a businessman, right? Yeah. So you pretty much got me a bookstore because you know how much I love books and bookstores. So it's like, if it has anything to do with books and bookstores, I am all about that movie. All right. right, Bring it to me. Give me the, give me the, either the year or the decade up to you. Okay. Hold on. I got to make sure I get it right. Okay. Um, so I had a really good idea and then I was like, wait, no, now I have a better idea. Okay. Well, just give it to me. Okay, one of your people... Okay. No, first of all, give me the year the, of the decade. The year is from 2009. Oh, good. So fairly new. I was trying to find something new-new, but I couldn't really this, think of anything. I was like, oh, duh. So, Okay. one of the people okay. is Leslie Mann. Who does those creepy uh, lotion commercials now. She does lotion commercials? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. The She's sec- like, I was watching you. They're just weird. But she's weird on purpose. Yeah. Okay, I have no idea what this is. The second person Kay. is Seth Rogen. Ooh, I don't like him. Kay. Sorry, Ro- Mr. Seth Rogen, nothing against you, but I'm not really a fan of your work, but I might be now. What is it? Ooh, what is it? Another person What is it? Is Aziz Ansari. Oh, I don't really know his work at all. He was in something, Office or... No, was it Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec. Rec. Okay. Another person. Just tell me this. Who is Maud Apatow. Also. Wait, wait, wait. That means it's a. Ugh. Iris Apatow. Okay, that means it's a Judd Apatow film. Nothing against him, but. Uh, you were watching 2009's Knockout. Funny People. Oh, I don't know that movie at all. Exactly. Is it with Adam Sandler? Yes. Oh, where he has cancer. Yeah. Well, it, it's. Okay. It, but yeah. It's, well, you have this weird disease. Yeah. So I. Sorry. I don't know because I because I say cancer. I don't know why I'd apologize that I said the wrong disease. No, but I've it's never obvious. seen it, so that'll be interesting. Have you seen Great Gatsby? Mm, no. You never seen Great Gatsby? I think I did, but I think I got bored and walked away. <laughs> that happens to a lot of movies. Well, especially when did that one, when did the Great Gatsby come out? Fairly well. I mean, it's an old book, but no, I know the, that. The what nineties or in the two thousands? Yeah. With Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Within the last five years. Oh, yeah. See, if it's something that, you, like, you guys are watching at home and then I get bored, so I go do something else. Yeah, no, I go watch the Hallmark Channel. Uh, this mo- Funny People is The Great Gatsby. Okay. But with comedians instead of 1920s All rich right. people. I'll have to York. check it out. I This is actually, now it's funny because a lot of reviews this movie, like, it's fine, it's whatever. People thought this movie was going to be a laugh-a-minute riot fest. Yeah, and I don't think it is. It's I, that not, I know and about that's that. why it's good. It's about dealing with depression as a comedian and Ooh. being... But right. in a good way, in a good way. Um, but uh, So I'm excited for you to watch this one. Okay, well, that sounds good. So you're watching... I already forgot. You've got mail. And I'm watching Funny People. All right, see you guys next week. All right, bye, guys. Bye.